0: You are listening to episode number 75 of Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Yes, you can find balance in a wife teacher mommy life. Here's how. And this episode is an off the cuff, probably the least scripted episode I've ever done during a very busy time in my life. I'm working in some balance and how these strategies can work for you too. Welcome to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I'm Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher and current homeschool mom. And even though I've been a resource creator since 2014, I've realized that printables alone aren't all you need in order to thrive as a teacher or homeschool parent. That's why I also created this show and got certified as a life coach to help you finally kick burnout to the curb and feel confident with whatever challenges come your way. With the right mindset strategies and new teaching inspiration, you're going to be well on your way to your best teacher life. Now, let's go. Hello, my teacher friend. I'm so excited to be here with you on the podcast today for this very real, very needed episode because I feel like work life balance, or just life balance in general, if you're like a mom with children or a teacher and balancing everything there's always so much going on in our lives. And whether you're teaching, planning, grading, running kids to activity from activity, we all have so much going on in our lives. And what I can tell you is that you are not alone with this. And for one, I have so much going on in my life right now. Right now, my team and I, we are preparing for Educate and Rejuvenate, the education event of the year, might I say. But it has been a lot of work. We've been working on this since January. We've run into hiccups along the way. And there's just really a lot that goes into putting together an event. Not to mention we're getting ready to launch the teacher life planner. We're doing lots of things with wife, teacher, mommy, which is really exciting. But also there are feelings of overwhelm and stress that come up and imposter syndrome and so many things. So I'm processing all of that, but then there's also grief and some other interpersonal struggles that, aren't a part of this podcast, but are a part of my personal growth journey. And I feel like just everybody, there's always things that you don't know are going on in their lives. There's a lot we're trying to balance. And the thing that a lot of us often question is, can I even find balance? And what I personally believe about this is yes, but only if we are super intentional about finding that balance because balance does not just happen. If we let our lives just go their merry way, whatever is going to happen, then we are not going to find balance because if we aren't intentional about, you know, what our to-dos are or fitting in our self-care or making sure that we have time for the things that we want to do, then other people will fill up our to-do list or other responsibilities, or we will even fill up our own to-do list because we often are so much harder on ourselves than even other people are, right? Like you might realize that some of the things on your to-do list are self-imposed. You're like, oh, well, I wanted my classroom to look like this, or but I wanted to do this or whatever. And there's just a lot that goes into it. So what I kind of did for this episode is I kind of thought about what is it that I have been doing lately? Because I've been working one-on-one with a life coach and been really trying to figure out – How I can make sure that during everything that's going on in my life, like at first I was telling myself, I don't have time like to do this. Even as a life coach myself, I'm like, well, do I have time to add in, like in addition to like working on my certification and coaching my members and launching this event, do I have time to also add in additional coaching for myself? And what I told myself is, well, yeah, because I am a priority in my life. And I made that happen, even though I have so many things going on. And So what I did when I was planning this episode is kind of sat back and be okay, well, what are these things that I'm doing to make sure that I am taking care of me? I'm taking care of Kelsey, even with everything else going on in my life. And I kind of broke it down into some categories and wrote down those categories. And what I plan on doing for each one is kind of talk about what I'm doing in that area and how that applies to you and how you can find that helpful. And the awesome thing is I kind of already, I had this outline. I was actually planning this podcast yesterday, right before I got on a coaching call with Wife Teacher Mommy Club members, which I love doing these coaching calls. And I'm doing them even more. Like now that I got certified, I'm trying to do one call a week myself. And then we still have Chrissy Nichols, our amazing coach who is Chrissy Nichols of the teacher talk podcast. And the Chrissy concept is her coaching business name. I brought her in before I certified and now I'm certified, but we we still have this awesome collaboration together. But anyways, I was doing this coaching call with our members and our text message didn't go out for some reason, I believe like, cause I usually get it and I don't. So we didn't have quite as many members on there as we usually do, which is totally fine because I love a small group. Actually an amazing opportunity for those of you who are members to come in. If you join now, like, cause I imagine this coaching group is we, kind of get the message out more and everything it's going to grow. But right now there is an opportunity. Like if you join us on these calls, you can get like very personalized coaching. It's great. But For that reason, I kind of was like, I started off I'm like, okay, well, I have this podcast outline. So let's just start, let's start on the topic of balance. And I started going through these things and in the chat, like members were talking about it. And then one of our members came on and she was like, okay, this triggers something that I need coaching on. And we talked about it. And that actually, I ended up adding another point to this episode after our conversation, because it was a really great point. And I feel like that's where this group coaching really comes in, like where we can just, go off of one another and help each other. I just love it so much. But anyway, so that helped me get this even more ready because I went through this content with my members and now I get to go through it again with all of you listening to the podcast. So really excited about that. So the first thing that I make sure to do to create more balance in my life is getting more organized. Now, I am a person who is not the most naturally organized. I am very like right-brained, I guess you would maybe call that type B. Is that right with like type A and B? I'm very creative, I have lots of ideas and sometimes I have a really hard time keeping them organized. And I mean, I sometimes wonder if I have ADHD because, as we've talked to our doctor and stuff, I think you know one of my children might. And I'm like, you know what? I think that came from me. <laughs> like, honestly, I do. And nothing wrong with that. But it's just the way I am. I'm not super organized. I have a really hard time keeping things around the house organized. And obviously, these are thoughts I'm telling myself. And it's something I've been trying to work on is getting better organization. And that's what I'm doing now. And What I'm really focusing on getting more organized though is not just like my space, but also like how to organize my time. And this is what I feel like has been most important in finding that balance. So the big thing, the big concept I try to remember is in my coaching certification, or if you are even in this program called self-coaching scholars, which is led by my mentor, Brooke Castillo, she talks about this method called Monday hour one. And the whole concept behind it is just that you take your first hour on Mondays, or sometimes they even do this on Sunday to prepare for Monday. If I know I'm not going to have enough time on Monday morning, you can make it work for you. But basically your first hour of your week is where you kind of intentionally plan what is happening that week. So first you like put in your schedule, like, and honestly you put in like self-care in there. You make sure that it is happening because that should be a top priority. Remember, as we talked about in the episode called like, how to practice true self-care as a teacher or parent, we talked about how self-care is not selfish. And in fact, like putting yourself first, putting yourself before other people, not at the expense of other people, but before other people is actually the best way to show up because that is how you take care of yourself, make sure your needs are met. And then when you do that, you're better able to help other people. So putting in that self-care very first. Then obviously you put in things that are already scheduled in your calendar, like your contract hours if you're a teacher or like appointments that you have, like, oh, at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, I go to the dentist or whatever. You put that in there. So everything is scheduled out. And then from there, you really just map out your whole week. Like, when are you going to do each thing? You know, you take your to-do list. So first, you have already done your to-do list, by the way, should have mentioned that. So you have like your whole list of everything, get it all down. And then you take that list and you put it in your calendar. So it's no longer the stressful, like list of checking out things, but it's literally you just like, you know, each morning you pull out your calendar, and you're like, okay, what am I doing next? And it's already there for you. And of course you might have to adjust it from time to time. And I talked about this on the member call last night too, because sometimes things come up, right? And you need to adjust, but then you have that plan and then you're just like, okay, how can I tweak it if I need to? So, because we, again, we do need to be flexible with our lives. It's kind of like Christina talked about recently being stubborn about what you want, but flexible in how it happens. So that's kind of how I started doing that using a planner and time blocking. And I feel like that is something that can really apply to all of you too, because you can do that in your own, however it works for you, whether it's digitally or in a physical planner. The really exciting thing is we are actually getting ready to launch the Teacher Life Planner during teacher appreciation week. So first week of May, and it is our first physical product, which I am very excited about. And this will be pre-order. So we, the samples are, you know, right now I'm recording April 14th. So this episode will be airing on the 28th. So by the time you're listening, I should have the samples in hand, which I'm really excited about. They're already on their way. And then as long as those are good to go, as long as we don't run into any hiccups. First week of May, we are going to have pre-orders up. There's going to be tons of bonuses. So be sure to watch your email and go to WifeTeacherMommy.com when it's Teacher Appreciation Week because you do not want to miss the opportunity to order, pre-order your planner for next year. It's going to be a great planner that will help you do exactly what I'm mentioning, get your schedule organized. And the great thing about it is most teacher planners are really focused on just like the planning. But in this one, you're also going to be able to set goals and intentions for the year and thoughts that you want to think through the year. There's kind of some life coaching pages that are like my strategy to help you kind of live your best teacher life. So it's not just about organizing your time, but about getting your mind set in the right place too. And then every page is like some sort of inspirational quote that's going to inspire you as well. So I I really can't wait to get, my hand is physically on one of these. I just can't wait. But anyway, stay tuned for that. The next thing I do is being flexible and prioritizing. So I kind of started talking about being flexible already. But the thing is, a lot of times we have this huge to-do list that we write down. And then I mentioned getting it all in the calendar. Well, guess what? Sometimes it can't all fit in the calendar. Like, you, or you might try, you might be like, oh, I'm going to do it in this half hour, but you need to be realistic on how long things will take. And there are two sides to this. Like sometimes we take longer on things than we need to. And if we give ourselves a time that I'm going to get it done in this amount of time, it helps us get it done in a quicker amount of time. But we also need to be realistic about it too. So it's kind of finding that right balance, like making sure you give yourself enough time, not too much time, so you can get each thing done. But as you're doing that, you might look and you might be like, okay, well, what is actually the most important to get done this week? Schedule those things and even then ask yourself, what are things that may not need to be done this week that I can either put to next week or maybe they're just not important at all or maybe there's something I can delegate, like whether that's to like, you know, somebody else in your family, some of the cleaning or whatever, or whether it's like you have some parent volunteers who are willing to help. I know not everybody has that, you know, you can delegate, you can eliminate just be, Oh, I'm not doing that at all. You can push it back if it can. So making sure that you prioritize what's most important and doing a great job at those things and everything else we can just let it go. And then it doesn't have to linger on that list. You just figure out, make a plan for those things instead of like having this list of it's literally impossible to get all this stuff done. Instead, focus on what needs to get done. Only have those things on your calendar, on your list and everything else, just kind of cross them off either by delegating, eliminating, or assigning it to later. And not having it on your radar right now. That has been really helpful to me. And I think it can be really helpful to everybody who is trying to find more balance in their lives. And part of this is like being flexible with that because it's like we might want to be like, oh, well, I need to get all these things done. But remember, when you prioritize, you're able to be more productive and just live a better overall life and having that balance. Okay, the third thing I've been doing is listening to my body. And this is a thing that was more foreign to me before where I feel like I was so in my head all the time that I wasn't taking the time to necessarily process what my body needs. And that can be in a few ways. There's like our physical health. There's our mental and emotional health. But like you might feel in your body like I'm feeling sluggish today and be like, why is that? Is it because I'm not getting enough sleep? Is it because I ate too much junk food or I ate a big meal way too late last night and went to bed? Is it because I'm not moving my body enough? Like I'm sitting down too much. I mean, if you're a teacher or a parent that that may not be the case, but is it like, you need to move your body in another way, like yoga or just something that your body's craving that you're not giving yourself. That is one way, like, you know, literal physical health. Also, like there might be Things going on, like, you know, emotions or trauma or stress that we're feeling in there that we are completely avoiding because we are so in our heads. So just listening to your body, taking that time to kind of do a body scan, take time for some deep breaths and kind of go through and be like, okay, how do my how do my eyes feel? How how does my throat feel? What about my shoulders, my arms? Are they relaxed? Are they tense? And going down, down to your stomach and all the way down and kind of just feeling it. Feeling how your body feels doing a check-in. Because how often do we actually take time to do that? And when I do that, it helps you find balance. Because for one, when you're literally taking the time to do this, you are paying attention to you and your needs. And then also, it's helping you identify that, oh, if there is like something you need, like your tense here or something, like you can kind of figure out, think about why and figure out if there's something you need to do. Another thing to do when we're listening to our bodies is when we are feeling a certain way, if you're feeling anxious or stressed, a lot of times we stay in our heads about it and we ruminate on all the stress and everything. And, or we actually try to push away those emotions. We like grab our phone and start scrolling or we grab some wine or whatever. I hear, I feel like I hear the wine thing a lot in my Facebook group. Just grab whatever it is. For me, it's like a Coke Zero that I grab because I was stressed out, which again, has like caffeine. So maybe not even the best like thing to do when you're already stressed, right? But sometimes we do that to avoid our emotions or to buffer them away. So we don't have to feel them. We're trying to avoid feeling that negative emotion is like negative emotion is the worst thing that could possibly happen to us. But when we resist it or avoid it, like we avoid it, we're just like, I'm not feeling that. Or we even worse, like resist it, try to push it away. It's like if the emotion is trying to come through the door and we're pushing it. It's just delaying it. So instead, you're still going to have the consequence of whatever it is you're trying to avoid. You're still going to feel it. You're just going to feel it longer or pushing it off to later, where if we can just take the time to be like, okay, I am overwhelmed right now. Let's sit in that. How does overwhelm feel? Kind of do that body scan, but being like, how does overwhelm feel in my body? And when we feel that and we process it, you'll notice it and you'll realize it actually starts to like simmer down a little bit because we're allowing the emotion. We're actually feeling it and moving through the process instead of staying stuck. So I feel like that is a big part of listening to our bodies. We're going to have a quick ad break, but after that, I'm going to talk about the tip that came up in our Wife teacher Mommy Club coaching that I was like, oh my goodness, why didn't I think of this? So we're going to get into that in the next one and talk about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five more tips for you to help find balance. So don't go anywhere. We will get right back to the show in just a moment, but since you're listening to this episode, I bet you will also love our summer event, Educate and Rejuvenate, happening on June 27th and 28th, 2023. With your ticket purchase, you'll get live keynotes with Joe Dombrowski, aka Mr. D, and Christina Kuzmich to laugh and feel inspired. You would normally pay up to $75 just to see one of these keynotes. You'll also get a full speaker lineup with over 70 incredible speakers with a teacher track and a parent track, so you can choose your own adventure and these sessions are pre-recorded to do on your own time. You'll have 10 full days to enjoy the pre-recorded sessions with a general admission ticket so you don't need to feel rushed. You'll also get live live coaching with me and certified coach Chrissy Nichols. We have both been certified by the Life Coach School so you'll know you are in good hands. You'll also get a Step It workout with Brianna Smith, the co-founder of Step It Fitness and a yoga slash meditation with Lizzie Lingston from the postpartum coach to jumpstart each day. You'll also get a certificate. Completion for the credit hours completed. So you might be able to use this as PD credit. All of this is just $19. It is a total steal. So go to educateandrejuvenate.com to grab your ticket today. Okay, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here listening to the podcast today. Okay, so the next one is all about slowing down. And one of our members in the call last night when I was talking about balance, she was like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I need. And what she said is that I feel like I'm just running on the treadmill all the time. Like she's just spinning in this overwhelm because there's so much going on. And a story she shared is that she's just feeling rushed all the time and she forgot to bring something to school or whatever. And again, I'm keeping this very general, but I feel like a lot of us do this. And when I feel rushed, I tend to mess up on things myself. So for example, last year's educate and rejuvenate, we had me on every single live for two days. So it was two days straight of me being on live. Even if I was like off camera for part of it, I was always there introducing, I was always there doing something. And so for one of them, I literally, I have been on lives back to back to back to back. And I had been drinking out of my big stainless steel tumbler water And I needed to run to the bathroom. So I like quickly went off camera and ran. I was like, I'm going to try to do this super quick bathroom break and get back before the next live. And guess what happened? I came in and I spilled my water all over my MacBook and it completely died. So then because I rushed to try to quickly get back, because I was like, oh, I got a rush. I got a rush. I'm about to get on the next thing. I spilled it and then I made it so I didn't even get on on time. Luckily, one of my team members was able to get on that live and it was one with the other presenters. So it was fine. And we now learned that next this coming year, I'm not going to be on every single live because it was a lot. If I would have just slowed down for a minute, I wouldn't have had this other thing happen where I was just so rushed and knocked it over, you know? And I feel like that is like a literal example of what happens, whether it's something like that actually happens or it's just like, you know, little things that happen or like just our productivity levels or our satisfaction or whatever. When we are rushed and go, go, going all the time, it makes it really hard for us to one, enjoy our lives, And to even be effective in what we're doing because we often do make mistakes. Like we forget things or we're just not in our prime. So if we can take a moment to slow down and just be like, again, and a lot of these things that I mentioned, like prioritizing and not overloading our plates and listening to our bodies, these are the things that help us do just that. But also I feel like it was really important to just bring down slowing down. I think that is something, even no matter how busy our lives are, Finding time to slow down is what helps us to then be able to ramp back up after we've taken that time to slow down and truly rest. Okay, so the next one is accepting help. And I feel like for me, the thing that I tend to forget sometimes is we all have a team, right? Whether it's your teacher team or your family or friends, neighbors around you, we all have a team of people supporting us. And from time to time, I just feel like I'm on my own doing things like, oh, there's this problem. I need to figure it out. Or, you know, I feel like I always have to come in and rescue people from whatever's happening instead of letting other people, you know, take their part in doing things. And what I've realized is we can accept that help or we can let other people figure things out too. We don't always have to be The problem solver for absolutely everything. So, what I'm doing is I'm really trying to lean on those who are there to support me. And then in the same realm, I'm there to support them too. And that's just what builds more community. And as a teacher team, like the way you can think of that is you can, you know, plan lessons together or have each other's back or cover a day for each other if needed with the terrible sub shortage that many people talk about, which I mean, I've obviously done other episodes about that too. But just accepting help from one another, because a lot of times we don't even want to ask for it. And another thing I mentioned is like, you know, with that play that I mentioned in, I guess it was the episode I recorded before this, but in the episode about the summer reading challenge, I mentioned that my kids were in a play recently. And one of the times one of the moms asked like if I could give her kids a ride. And of course I was happy to do that. And then I'm like, you know what? I never would have thought to even ask someone to help me take my kids somewhere. And that's the thing, like carpooling is a major thing, but it's just like A lot of times we don't think of ways we can ask for help when we need to. So just thinking of ways to ask for help or accepting help when it's offered or just leaning on each other and not feeling like you have to keep all of the problems to yourself. So that is another thing to think of and how that applies to your life. So take from that what you will and think of how it applies to you. Okay, the next thing is self-care. And a lot of what I've been mentioning is already self-care. Like I already mentioned in this episode to make sure that you schedule your self-care first at the very beginning of the week to make sure it happens. And we're talking about your mental, physical, and emotional health here. So we want to make sure that, again, you're finding that time to move your body in ways that feel good to you taking care of yourself, getting whatever sleep you need. Like I need a good, at least six hours, up to eight hours of sleep in order to feel at my prime. And it's different for everybody. Some, you might even need that eight hours every single night. Know what you need and make sure that you get that. The other thing to keep in mind is what is it that makes you, you outside of just being a wife, teacher, mommy. I mean, that's kind of titled this episode. Like a lot of us are into those roles of like wife or teacher or mommy, or, you know, partner, spouse, friend, parent, grandparent, daughter of aging parents or whatever it is, you might have taken on these roles and in the process forgotten who you are outside of that. Like if you think of yourself as like a child growing up, you had so many things that you like to do just for the sake of doing them, just because you love them. And often as adults, we've completely let go of this because we're always working or helping other people or doing things in those other roles in our lives, other than just like being you, like for me, just being Kelsey or you just being whatever your name is. Right. So, and we talked about this a lot in my interview with Bonnie Wiscombe. So be sure to check that one out too, but really making sure that you are finding those things, whatever they are, and making just a little bit of time for them or a lot, whatever works for you and your schedule, making sure that you find that time, whether it's just reading a book or listening to music or actually like performing in something or doing a sport, whatever it is for you that lights you up, make sure that you're making that time for that. And another thing is what I'm doing that I believe a lot of you might need to do too, is taking back my weekends. I feel like, A lot of times it would be like, oh yeah, it's the weekend, but I would still like kind of check on things or whatever. And I know teachers, they bring their teacher back home and might work on things. Or parents, you're looking at new ideas for homeschooling or things to do with your kids. What if we just slowed down for a bit there and took back our weekends? I feel like that is a way that we can rest and then be ready for the week ahead. Okay, the next thing that I have found helpful for finding balance in my own life is self-coaching. So you might wonder what is self-coaching. So I've mentioned on the podcast before, and especially for those of you who are in wife teacher, mommy club, I teach this self-coaching model that my mentor Brooke Castillo kind of put together this framework, but it's that our circumstances are neutral and our thoughts create our feelings, drive our actions that create our results. So from that Using that framework, what I do first is I just do like a brain dump and write down absolutely everything that I can think of that is going on in my brain. Like if I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I just try to get it all down, (laughs) like out of balance, out of whack, whatever it is. Like if I'm just feeling unbalanced in my life, write down everything, get it all out. You're not editing this, no one is going to look at it except you. And then once you get it all down, it's really helpful because then you're like physically holding it. It's not just these thoughts that are stuck just in your head. They are now a physical thing you can hold on to and you can observe it. And what I would encourage is you kind of look at it as if this were like your friend giving it to you and look at it with that kind of compassion and how you would talk to a friend about this and not yourself. So then what you do is you kind of read through it and then you see what is really going on in your mind and what is causing you to feel so stressed out. And you can kind of try to feel some sympathy for yourself rather than judgment as you're doing this. But notice like what thoughts in there might be causing problems and try to separate what is a thought and what is a circumstance. Because a lot of times when you do this, you'll find like you wrote this like full page of stuff and it all comes down to like three sentences of facts and the rest are our story, the meaning we put behind those facts. And when we notice that, we can kind of try to pull one of those out, one of those thoughts and put it on the T line of the model. So you might put a thought like, This is too hard, or something. And then you would put what it is you're thinking that about. That's the circumstance. And then when you're thinking this is too hard, how do you feel? Actions, what do you do? What do you not do? And results, what does that make in your life? So I find that taking this time for self-coaching and really evaluating what's going on is really helpful. And that model part, if you're just listening to this while you're driving or exercising or something, you might need to listen to it again. Or if you're a member, be sure to go into the members area or come to a coaching call where we can really break this down for you more. If nothing else, just doing that brain dump and getting it down and looking at it, that can help you to just kind of evaluate Evaluate what is going on and kind of just bring that awareness to you. And then from there, you can make, okay, this is what's going on. This is why I'm not feeling balanced. What can I do about that? Okay, the next thing, and this is actually the last one I will share with you today, is giving myself grace. So what I'm trying to do in this area is give myself grace on things taking longer than I wanted them to take. If you like talk to my team about some of the things going on lately, the common theme would just be technology sucks sometimes (laughs) because we've just run into tech issue after tech issue with different things. And we've been like switching software for sending our emails and then people weren't getting our emails and wondering why they weren't getting them and, you know, all of these some of these issues just took a lot longer to solve than i wanted them to because i'm like i want our customers to all have a great experience and you know obviously i didn't want these things to be happening and that's what i had to remember is you know what technology is just technology sometimes, and none of this is happening on purpose. So I'm just trying to give myself grace with that. And I think all teachers and homeschoolers can relate to technology not going their way or things taking longer. Maybe it's taking longer for a child to understand something. And this kind of even leads into my next one is giving myself grace with homeschooling my kids. And right now, the way it looks like is for a while, I was doing all of the homeschooling and running this company. And then it was just it kind of got to this breaking point where I kind of had to come to my husband and I was like, you know what? And this is where I was able to find balance. Remember I talked about when you need to evaluate, this was a moment where I needed to evaluate. And I was like, I can't do it all. I can't full-time do everything and full-time homeschool the kids. So now he does some of it too. So it, like the homeschooling is really a partner effort where we do it together and giving myself that grace because, you know, he does sometimes do things a bit differently than I would, but just giving that grace of like, okay, our kids are getting exactly what they they need and just believing that and giving myself grace when maybe like I don't get to do things exactly as I would if I weren't also doing this full time and just knowing that both things are happening the way they should. And I truly do believe that. So the other thing is giving myself grace and time to breathe and do other things, even when things aren't all done, even when the laundry isn't all done or the dishes aren't all done. If I am feeling completely drained, that can wait. And I can give myself some time to breathe. And you can too. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by whatever's going on, whether it's the piles of laundry or the piles of papers you need to grade or the, all the judgment you're putting on yourself for whatever it is, just remember that you can give yourself some grace and you can give yourself space and time to breathe and you are the creator of your life, okay? Okay. So if something isn't feeling right, if something is feeling off balance, off center or out of whack, you can do something about that. You can evaluate, you can eliminate, you can give yourself some space to breathe, even when you feel like you can't. Because if you feel like you can't, that's when you need it the most. I swear it really is. So. If you enjoyed this episode, if you like more real off the cuff like this, like this was really not a scripted episode other than like me, like having the categories, be sure to join me on Zoom for a club coaching call. If you're a member, I would love to see more of you on these calls. They are so good and we're processing so much together and I'm helping you walk through all these tools. And it's more about you because right now, like I'm talking about my experience, obviously, but when you come on these calls, like I encourage like you, come on, tell me your stuff. Let me help you work through what you're going through, specifically your life. Like, I'm inviting you to come join me and let me help you do this work. So, if you are a member, please, please take advantage of this coaching that is part of Wife Teacher Mommy Club. I honestly, truly, this is so much value that I want teachers and homeschool parents to have. And To work one-on-one with a life coach, like, you know, I'm doing it now. I've done it lots of times. It costs thousands of dollars for a life coaching package generally. But when you join Wife, Teacher, Mommy Club, right now it's just $29.99 a month. In July, it's going up to $37 a month, but it'll be locked in for those who join at current pricing. And it is the lowest life coaching membership that I'm aware of. The next lowest one I know of is $59 a month, which is, again, even more than what we'll be charging when it goes up to 37 because I just really want – This to be accessible for teachers, this work, it's much cheaper than just one coaching session would cost to be able to attend all of our calls, all of our replays, the modules, plus not to mention you get all of these teaching resources that will help you save time that will give you time for what I feel like is most important is doing this mindset work, this processing, this figuring out this balance in your life. So if you're not a member yet, go to whiteteachermommycom slash club to learn more about the community and how you can join when we have a spot. It is by invitation right now because we are kind of working on some stuff with making the membership even better to relaunch it at Educate and Rejuvenate. So it's by invitation only right now, but go to whiteteachermommycom slash club to learn more about it and If you're already a member, I hope to see you on our next call. So I will talk to you later and I hope you can get out there and enjoy your amazing, wonderful life for what it is, which is not just teaching, not just being a mom, but it's your wife, teacher, mommy, and you're also yourself. So take care and we'll talk next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to take the next step, Come grab your ticket to join me at Educate Amber Juvenate, the education event of the year on June 27th and 28th, 2023. This year, we have two incredible live keynotes, Joe Dombrowski, aka Mr. D, and best-selling author and video creator, Christina Kuzmich. We have over 60 incredible speakers speaking on topics such as math, language arts, reading, social-emotional learning, classroom management, homeschooling, and tackling burnout. We start the day with a workout together each morning. We have panels with the presenters, and you'll even get to join join live life coaching with me and even raise your hand if you would like to be coached. Plus, we give away tons of prizes throughout the event too. It is the best PD you could ever attend. And all of this is happening from the comfort of your own home. It's just $19 for a ticket and past attendees have said that this is what finally lit a fire under them to enjoy teaching again and that it was well worth every penny. Go to educateandrejuvenate.com to learn more about the 2023 event. Or if you're listening to this later, that link will show you what's up next as we will continue to do events like this. I hope to see you at educate and rejuvenate.